For Truth with a Texas Twain, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. We're going to be talking to a very dear friend today. I cannot wait to introduce you. But before we get started, I want to thank Home Instead Senior Care. They provide trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. So we are so grateful for them today because I get to say hello and welcome to Tammy Whitehurst. Hi, girl. Hello, and it's so good to be with you today. I cannot tell you how excited I was for this day to hurry up and get here. Well, I'm just laughing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spell your last name, Tammy, and then I'm going to give a little bit of your bio. Tammy Whitehurst, W-H-I-T-E-H-U-R-S-T.com is where you can find Tammy, and you're going to want to. And then I'm going to just tell you a little bit. We are so lucky to have her today. She's going to be talking to us about perfectionism, and she's going to tell her story in this first half hour. But this woman is such a communicator. In fact, she is one of the women who owns Christian Communicators Conferences, which is one of my favorite places in the world to go. Each year they put on a small conference, which is one reason I picked to their conference to go to myself for training because I wanted to be a better Christian communicator and I wanted to do it in a smaller group and they limit the number of people that can apply and be accepted to their program. So I am very proud to have that as one of my diplomas. And then, but Tammy is a professional speaker and an amazing communicator. She's been published in Lifeways, Lifeway Magazine, Woman's World, Mature Living, Christianity Today, so many places. And I, I just, I want to just tell you, thank you. Oh, and I don't want to forget to mention, Tammy, that you have your own podcast now with Lauren Reeves, that wonderful young person. Uh, she'll love it that I said that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's probably not that young, but I am so old now. Anyway, you have your wonderful podcast called Joy for the Journey. Isn't that correct? Yes, it is, and I so enjoy doing that with Lauren. Lauren is younger than you and I, so she gives a fresh perspective on things. Well, she's got such positive energy, and I just love her, too. So y'all are quite a dynamic duo. I can I can easily imagine that as a fun program to record together. It is. Okay. It is. So talk to me a little bit. How did you – I want to know your story, and I'm going to ask you really specific questions about that if you don't – if you don't share up, but I know you will. And then I want to hear a little bit about how perfectionism ties into that, since that's our topic. 
So do you want to just start wherever you want to on your story, or do you want me to prompt you? You know what? Since this is your show and you're the boss, I'm going to let you begin. And then, you know, I, I talk for a living, and I was a middle school teacher for many years. So oh, yeah. filling up filling up the air between me and you is probably not going to be a problem. We're probably going to run out of time <laughs> instead of going short on time. That is so true. I'm so glad you mentioned the teacher thing because we do have lots of teachers who listen in for our ideas and for insight about how to handle, you know, difficult situations that arise in their classroom. So I'm really happy to say that Tammy was a classroom teacher for 16 years and then you had heart surgery in your 30s. And that was a life-changing moment for you. I was surprised when I read your bio to find out you became a Christian at 26. I became a Christian at 19 myself, and so I understand what that means when you are an adult before you accept the Savior. So that in itself was interesting to me. I didn't know that about you. And also the fact that you have a women's ministry certification from New Orleans Theological Seminary. So start there. Give us a little bit of background about how you became a Christian at 26 and how your heart surgery developed. Well, I will start by saying that if I go back a little bit further, I will start by saying that whenever I graduated high school, I thought I wanted to be an undercover FBI agent. And you have met me. People giggle every time I say that. So, you know, if there's one thing, if there's one thing that's probably, um, there is nothing undercover about me. I mean, I'm Texas raised, Jesus saved, and loving all things cheetah. And that's my favorite color. So the FBI route would probably not have been the route that I should have gone. I will tell you that I did get a degree in that. And then I, after that, I went back to school and became an educator and taught middle school for several years before I went to seminary and then began to speak full time. But I will say that my first audience my first audience was middle school students, and whenever people ask me, well, how did you get started in speaking, I will always take it back to the years that I taught middle school, because that was the that was my first stage. That was the first podium that I stood behind, and the first microphone I ever used was wow. at a pep rally, you know, so, so it, it goes back, and I have found that so many people who are speakers, many of them do have a background in education. I do speak also in schools. I don't speak to the students anymore, but what I speak, who I speak to is the faculties now. And along with conferences, retreats, and things like that where I speak, I do speak at faculties, and we talk about how to motivate teachers to finish strong and to dive deep into what they're doing and realize that they are called to do what they do. And even though I don't have a classroom anymore, I am still a teacher. And whenever 2008 is whenever I had heart surgery. And what that was was I began to have a series of TIA, which are mini, which they describe as kind of like mini strokes. And I wasn't sure where they were coming from and, and I ended up in the emergency room, and what they figured out, long story short, was that it was a heart issue that was causing those. So I actually have a heart implant that will be there 
until God calls me home, not a transplant, an implant in my heart. And it's at that point that the Lord began to change my heart into speaking to women's groups and to speaking to at conferences, retreats, and beginning just to show how He can work through every problem that we could possibly have. I was 26 whenever I asked Jesus to be my Savior. I will tell you that I knew all about the Lord. I used to go to youth camp. The reason why I went to youth camp, though, and the reason why I would even go to church is because I loved people. I love to be around people. I love to laugh with people. I could always make people laugh. Whenever people hear me speak now, they will often describe me as a person who will make you giggle, grin, shed a tear or two, and you always leave giving God the glory. And I've always loved people, but I haven't always loved Jesus. And that was the point, the defining point at 26, where I said, you know what? I'm only going to church, and I'm only doing this in this Jesus thing Because I've always liked to be around people, and it has had nothing to do with embracing Jesus as my Savior. That's so interesting. Tammy, that is so interesting because when I think of you now, not only do I know what a great speaker you are, like you just came, and of all places, we had our care banquet, which is Christ-Centered Abortion Recovery and Education, and Tammy had the whole audience just laughing. I mean, that's such a serious topic. But I, I was so proud of you for all the joy that you shared in those uh, comments you made. But I also think of you as a person who teaches other speakers how to communicate. I do. If I could say one thing, though, on that care banquet, because whenever, whenever I was hired for that job, Kathy, I said, you know what, This I have been hired for a lot of jobs because I do this full-time, but yeah. I've never been, I'd never been hired to speak at an abortion recovery type of banquet. And this was a fundraiser, and over 400 people. It was and whenever, whenever um, I began to think about, okay, how am I going to put this talk together? Because like you said, that was a very serious topic. And the route that I went on that was we talked about the importance of laughter first. And then the second half of that talk was about the importance of life. And I'll be honest, whenever I went into that, I thought, okay, Lord, because they had told me, they said, Tammy, we we need someone who is going to make the audience enjoy being here. And they're going to laugh and they're going to leave so glad they came. But that is one talk that I really, oh, I was just praying over and saying, Lord, help me be able, I want this to work. And so I appreciate you saying that because I loved seeing you at the end and seeing that you were there and... Yeah. Well, you know, that's an important ministry in my life because of yeah. my own abortion. And and we're going to have to go to break. I want us to talk more about your perspective on laughter and how important it is. Because when we do our second podcast, we're recording two today. So be sure and look for the other one. I think I'm going to call it Perfectionism Ain't Pretty. Because we're not <laughs> Texas good. girls. That's and good. And then this, I think I'm going to call this Joy in Life's Journey just as a, a you know, little tip of the hat to your own things that you do online. So don't forget you can find Tammy Whitehurst, W-H-I-T-E-H-U-R-S-T, 
at dot, dot com, TammyWhitehurst.com. I'll also put a whole blog together with all the hyperlinks, so I will send you easily to her if you don't have a wreck trying to write down her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't do that because we'll put it all in a blog for you, and you can sign up for my blog and get it every week free of charge. It just comes to your inbox. You, you can open it anytime you want to, but all that material will be there. So if you're listening and you're wanting to find her other blog with her wisdom about how to get out of perfectionism and laugh, then I want you to look for that. We're talking Texas Truth with a Texas Twain with my fellow Texan, Tammy Whitehurst, and we'll be back right after these breaks. So stay with us. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door and the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. We are talking to Tammy Whitehurst, who has joy for the joy in the journey or joy for the journey when we look you up online? Well, if they look me up, it's going to be TammyWhitehurst.com, but my ministry is, my tagline is joy, joy for the journey. Yes. Joy for the journey. Okay. I was trying to remember. Uh, so 
I think I'll put four on my heading here. So we're going to call this podcast Joy for Life's Journey. And the other one that we're going to do with her wisdom is going to be called Perfectionism Ain't Pretty. So those will be easy to find for you if you're listening in. I'm going to put those all in a blog with hyperlinks. So that'll make it really simple to find Tammy if you want to hire her to be a speaker or whatever. She did a great job at an event that we were just at that's dear to my heart. A very serious topic of abortion. And Tammy, you did not let the sort of that Christian mindset of, oh, this is serious. You did not let that keep you from really hitting a home run with that information that you shared. You had everybody laughing, and then you had this very tender moment. It was so sweet. I want to talk a little bit about perfectionists since we're. For perfectionism, since we're doing that in the other episode, you're going to share a lot of wisdom about that. But I know you mentioned earlier in this episode that God got a hold of your heart and made a big change there. So tell me a little bit, like, it's hard for me to imagine that you ever struggled with perfectionism. I'm just going to say it. You make life look so easy. Oh, my goodness. Life is never easy, girl. And I'm going to tell you, instead of arthritis, I often suffered with arthritis. You know, Martha in the Bible yeah. was, she was, she was a perfectionist by all means. But we will never, we never find calm in the chaos of perfectionism. And I wrote an article, oh gosh, several years ago called Busyness is Not a Spiritual Gift. And that's whenever I really began to unwrap what perfectionism looked like. And I appreciate the fact that you say that I would, that I don't look like a perfectionist. Well, if you saw my <laughs> desk right now, you would certainly say that. But yeah. I like the fact that I look, that, that life now is so much more relaxed. Yeah. And you are very down to earth and, and authentic and vulnerable in person. Having met you and spent time with you, I know this for sure. But but I also know that as successful as you are, as much success as God has given you, you have to dot your I's and cross your T's. So yes. I know it's an ongoing struggle for all successful women and especially young moms that have little ones at home. So talk to me a little bit about that. How do you find the calm in the chaos? Well, you know, when you, when you talk about young women, you know, when the kids are bickering all the time and yeah. their schedules are jam-packed, they have dishes and laundry's all piled up, and they wonder how in the world they're ever going to get done what they need to get done. Well, that that's where young people are. But, you know, when you fast forward to where we are, a lot of times what we, whenever you reach 50, you yeah. begin to know that you want to have significance in your life and you want your life to count. You want to make sure that what you do makes a difference. I know that a verse that is very near and dear to my heart is Acts 20:24. but my life is worth nothing unless I use it for doing the work assigned to me by the Lord Jesus of sharing and telling others the good news about God's loving kindness. And so there becomes that where used to my life was so focused on making everything perfect in my home and my children. I'm at the point now where... I'm trying to make everything um, finish strong, end well, that my middle, that the, I think that everybody right now is in the middle regardless of what age you are because we never know when God's going to take us home. But we want to make a difference. And if we're going to find calm in the chaos, 
it literally means that sometimes we have to press pause. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Finding a quiet moment in my day, that sometimes that's the only way I retain my sanity. Yes. And and I think that's an important part of understanding how to abide or rest in the Holy Spirit, knowing his presence is in our lives, even though we are we are very busy women who are serious about yeah. And I, I don't even like, I don't even use the word busy anymore. I say full throttled. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I thought you would like that. <laughs> I do. I use kick it. I use life kicked up a notch. That's what I oh, say. Yeah. Yeah, kicked up a notch. I like that too. I'm just <laughs> laughing because if anybody is catching this, of course our our cut line is truth with a Texas twang, and and people that are listening, and I want you to know, I actually could hear the difference between a Tyler accent and a Longview accent, and we're probably not an hour apart. <laughs> you know, the worst part is, is whenever I go and speak, I never get labeled as a Texan. People always say to me, "Are you from Mississippi, Georgia? Oh, Which is it?" I do have a very deep southern accent, and I always have. And you're right, we're only an hour apart. But it is one of those things that even when I was a little girl, people would say something about my accent. And so, you know, it works for Dolly Parton, so I guess it's going to work for me too. I'm just laughing. Everybody I've ever known from from Longview had that same accent, and I'm thinking maybe <laughs> a bunch of Mississippi people settled Longview, and that's why I got that way. Who knows? We'll claim them. I, that's I, right. I, I don't mind claiming my Mississippi sisters. That's right, girl. That's right. Well, you do some f- pretty hilarious stuff about uh, about the South anyway and what it means to be a Texas woman or a Southern woman. And so if you get a chance, be sure and, and tune in to some of the things Tammy shares on her website and some of her uh, YouTube videos too, because some of her stuff is just hilarious. I mean, you could really market yourself as a comedian rather than an inspirational or motivational speaker, Tammy. You're just that funny. Well, thank you. Okay. So uh, give me one quick story because I know we're going to run out of time about a moment when you realized perfectionism was not working for you. I realized perfectionism wasn't working for me whenever I was, I mean, I was covered up in everything and I never could get through with a list. I had a list that I wanted to check off every single day. And a perfectionist is going to write things on her list that she's already done just so she can scratch them (laughs) off or just so she can put a check beside them. And when you find yourself... That's funny. I do that. Oh, I I know. I fight not doing that. Because what that does, Kathy, is that makes us think that that if we have enough checks on our list for the day, that we have accomplished something great. Wow. And I think sometimes that the good Lord just kind of shakes his head and he says, oh, I could really show them how to have calm in the chaos if they would just be still for a moment. But when you have ADD personalities like you and I, we've been, you know, we remember when it was called hyper way back when. And <laughs> I, whenever I taught school, I, I always would want those kids. I wanted those yeah, kids who were over the top. I wanted those kids who had an energy and abundance because if I could just show those kids, this isn't a bad thing. Right. You've just got to learn how to use it to your advantage because it is truly a gift. You know, you and I both, I've been with you for long amounts of time before at that conference, and mm-hmm. we don't run out of energy. 
Mm-mm. We just right. don't. It, you're not. We may get tired, but we don't stop until our head hits the pillow. Yeah, I wake up in the morning and say, Lord, what what do you want me to do today? Yes. But I think really sometimes what he wants me to ask is, who do you want me to be today? Like, how can I oh, be closer good. to you? You know, how can I just sit here and just be and not do? Oh, that's good. Yes. Yeah, I, I, that, I fight that. I, I love ch- marking things off my list. <laughs> my mind is always going. I mean, and when your mind is always going, what you have to be so careful of is that, it, you will get everything turned upside down, and accomplishments and goals will suddenly come before the small things in life, will come yeah. before sitting in a chair with your husband and watching a movie. The checklist will come before checking to see if your daughter would like to go have lunch. So we have to, we have to work on prioritizing and we have to work on balancing and it is something that I always have to take before the Lord and say, oh, okay, Lord, if I'm getting priorities out of order, please pull me back in to shape because I don't want to do that. I want to have God first, family second, and my work third. And it's one of those things where when they get out of balance, my life will feel out of balance. And whenever I say that I'm a recovering perfectionist, it's because it just felt like life was upside down. I, w- I didn't feel like I was doing anything good enough anymore. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like any, not near enough of the boxes were getting checked. But it goes back to what you just said. Every morning I wasn't getting up and reporting for duty with him. Right. Right. That's so good, Tammy. Well, let me ask you another question. I, cause we're going to run out of time. I know that, but so we may need to focus on this in the next episode. Perfectionism ain't pretty, but I notice with younger women, they are struggling with anxiety. So when we, when we do that other podcast, will you, will you remember to help me? Like, let's try to talk a little bit about anxiety and how we put that to the side. Okay. Cause I, I do see my daughters doing a really great job of, of taking whole days to just cherish the time with their children. And I think they're doing that better than I did, really. I agree. We have, a, we have about two minutes. So do you have anything you want to add just real quick, a sentence or two before I close this out? You know, I will just say that whenever we were talking about speaking and we were talking about where God leads you, there's yeah. a lot of times whenever we want to go off in different directions and we deter and, and we do what we want to do. But, you know, I love Romans eight twenty eight where he says all things work together because when we begin to give him every mistake and every mess that we've ever made, Kathy, he gives us the Messiah. Hmm. I think that the reason why Messiah is spelled M-E-S-S-I-A-H is because of all the messes that we can get in. And the Messiah can take every single mess And if we will just relinquish control and we'll let God be in control, it's truly amazing what he can do with our, with our lives, how he can give us that sense of significance and how we can check the list off without running our, running ourselves ragged in the process of it. I love it. That is a great thought to close on. Thank you so much. He takes our mess, the Messiah. And, and redeems it and us. Yeah. Okay, don't forget to look for Tammy's wisdom on our podcast we're just going to do now, record for you, Perfection, 
perfectionism ain't pretty. And you can find all of this at TammyWhitehurst.com or KathyCrafty.com. This is Truth with a Texas Twang. Thanks for joining in. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got it.